Welcome back to my podcast where we explore the role of women's clothing in James Joyce's Ulysses. I'm your host, Elizabeth Spitzenberger. Today we will cover Chapter 11, Sirens, and how clothing can be used to empower women in the novel and heighten their sexual dominance over, even over the men in the scene. Let's get started. This chapter deals with Bloom's experience in a Dublin bar, the Ormond Hotel. Bloom socializes with the other men we've met in the novel so far, including Blazes Boylan, Simon Dedalus, and Matt Lenehan. The characters pertinent to our discussion, however, are the barmaids, Miss Douse and Miss Kennedy. The women converse and gossip over their drinks throughout the chapter, and there are a few interesting references to their skirts and other clothing. Eventually, they begin interacting with the men, flirting with them, and occasionally jumping in on their conversations. Their flirting finally escalates to the reference to clothing we'll be discussing today, with Joyce describing, Bending, she nipped a peak of her sk- of skirt above her knee, delayed, taunted them still, bending, suspending, with willful eyes, smack. She set free sudden and rebound her nipped elastic garter smack warm against her smackable a woman's warm-hosed thigh. Let's discuss what this behavior means in regards to sexual power dynamics in the bar and in the novel. Miss Douse and Miss Kennedy are fairly open in their ridicule of some of the men present, teasing them outwardly while serving them at the bar. There is, presumably, some business strategy involved in their behavior, as they are the employees at the establishment looking to get these men to spend more money. The root of their prowess and dominance, however, is not economic but sexual, as is evident in the moments they snap their garter belts. This kind of dominance and rash behavior goes back to earlier references in the novel to Bloom's own masochism. He seems to enjoy and prefer feminine dominance both sexually and in everyday domestic life. Douse and Kennedy, not unlike Molly's illicit affair with Boylan and reputation for promiscuity, represent Joyce's acknowledgement and encouragement of women's sexuality, almost on an equal plane of men's own lust in the novel. The teasing and snapping of garter belts elevates this playing field, allowing women to be in control of the flirtatious advances in the bar and, presumably, the bedroom as well. This has been seen in Bloom's memories of Molly's propositioning of sex in the past and her present seeking of arrangements since her needs are no longer being met in their marriage. Through this this particular use of clothing and attached behavior, Joyce repeatedly emphasizes feminine sexual autonomy and throws it in the face of male characters and readers alike, in a sort of referendum on traditional sexual gender roles. Thank you for tuning in to Chapter 11, Sirens, to discuss how Joyce uses clothing to sexually empower the women in his novel. Join me next time for Chapter 12, Cyclops. I'm your host, Elizabeth Spitzenberger. Thanks for listening.